Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Got to wait for the scream. Welcome back, Duke City. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. One Van Nunley here, one Jake Cassio over there, one Amory Castillo, who I guess you just turned the lights off in her studio. Yeah, Hope it's she real did dark in there. Hope she did that on purpose. And joining us on the program, perfectly timed, by the way, your timing is impeccable. I hear I have good timing. One Aaron Buck Burnett. That's what I Yay! hear. Yay! All my favorite people are here. Welcome back, dude. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for the snacks. Yeah. Bro. Dude, I'm on a sugar you know, rush right now. Yeah. Thank Dave and Kai from Swiss Alps Bakery because those guys are legit. I'm yeah. telling you, if you're a fan, and I'm not getting paid, I'm not getting anything for this. I just, when I get passionate about something, I like to share it with people. If you like Tres Leche's cake, the best piece of cake I've ever had in my life. Hands down above any other piece of cake. Phenomenal. Green chili apple pie is pretty that dope. That green too. chili apple pie. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be bringing that to Thanksgiving next year. Yeah. <laughs> what about the, did you try the green chili chocolate chip cookies? Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, so good. And he, made, the, uh, he made red chili ginger snaps, too. My wife ate the whole bag. All right, one, one more plug for your dudes. Oh, yeah. Dave and Kai over at uh, Swiss Alps Bakery. Swiss Alps Bakery. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Do you, you probably remember this story because you, Aaron Buck Burnett, I'm old. are an actual <laughs> Chiefs fan. I am a Chiefs fan. You're an actual Chiefs fan. You're a lifer. Yep. Do you remember six years ago when they were building Allegiant Stadium and one of the construction workers who was married to a Raiders family was a Chiefs fan and he buried a Chiefs kingdom flag underneath Allegiant Stadium. Yep. Okay. He got blamed for COVID. He got blamed <laughs> for a, he got blamed for a lot of weird stuff. Did but he get now, blamed for Al Davis's death? I probably mean. that too. <laughs> probably. Probably that too. He got he got blamed for Mark Davis's haircut. I don't yeah. even know I don't even know why. But now the rival Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl in their stadium. And I don't mind telling you, Buck, since they buried that flag, the Chiefs are undefeated in Vegas, and they're going back to win a Super Bowl in the Raiders stadium. How yummy is that for you? That's that's pretty good. That's like home field advantage. It for is you guys. it is home field advantage. I, I, I said yummy. I gave you a softball for your friends at Silf, Silf, yeah. Swiss Alps one more time. Sorry. <laughs> I think the Bills can learn a, a lesson here from this. Instead of sacrificing people into the pit of the new stadium that we're building, yes. we need to put flags. Because they have Jimmy Hoffa under their stadium, right? But, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Never happened. I think that was the, what's the old giant in the Meadowlands? Old, uh, Meadowlands. Meadowlands, yeah. 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 Allegedly, Jimmy Hoffa's under the Meadowlands. I actually just saw something about that, and they said he's actually at a park right outside of the old Meadowlands. I, oh. ju I just saw something like two weeks ago about that. They didn't even give them the honor of putting them underneath the stadium. No. Nope. Well, uh, the mafia doesn't exist, first <laughs> okay. and foremost. Okay, okay. As uh, the Italian representative of this show. Okay. Okay? You got to call it by its proper name. Hey, 
uh, La Cosa Nostra. Yes, thank you. Yes. In a it's legal our thing. Of law. It's our thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's our thing. Just a couple of guys, a couple union guys. It's just a, it's just a small amount of families I, who I, are really passionate about their community. Before I was married, I had a girlfriend, and I think she's actually in town right now. Um, she was from Brooklyn. Her dad was from Brooklyn. They relocated to Rio Rancho, New Mexico, and he worked in waste management. Back when it was called Little oh. New York. You're telling me that's not witness relocation? Uh, 100%. Yeah, I mean... There's, that... there's tons of witness relocation stories out in Rio Rancho. Oh, yeah. And this was especially prominent during the Teflon Dawn days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's uh, two of the big reasons that Rio Rancho grew so fast. Let's say three reasons. They're the city of vision. Shout out, shout out to Mayor Greg. What's doing up, a, Greg? Doing a, doing a great... great my, that's my homie. He's doing a Greg job out there. He's doing a Greg job. <laughs> But two of the, the biggest reasons was literally witness relocation, and people got hustled. Like all of these New York retirees. Have you seen Glengarry Glen Ross? Got hustled into coming out here. Have yeah. you seen the like, movie Glengarry Glen Ross? Have you seen sure. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They get right. pamphlets out. They're talking about yeah. Rio Rancho Estates in the movie. Yeah. There was a huge, huge Ponzi scheme sure. that happened back in the 70s, 60s, and 70s. In Rio Rancho and then down south, south of Las Lunas, a huge land scam. Yeah, people thought they would come out here and they the they got their they got Your their people. their hey. plot of land and it would be developed and there'd be roads and water and electricity and they buy their plots of land and they get out here. And they get out here to early Rio Rancho and it's just desert. My There's grandfather nothing was there. He was a made man for Russell Buffalino, so oh. you know, maybe that is why I'm out here in the desert. There you go. The whole family got moved? Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, you know. Statute of limitations have already way passed for your people. His oh, name yeah. used to be Mikey. Now it's whatever it is. Uh -huh. <laughs> Let me introduce you to my neighbor, Tommy Tutos. <laughs> I mean, Steve. This is Steve. I'm sorry. It's Steve, Steve Smith. Steve. This is Steven Smith. Steven Jones. What are you guys up to? What's uh, what's cracking? I oh, left Fred I mean, in Santa Fe. Oh, uh, I heard. Yeah, I heard. I had to go. You guys were up there lobbying for Duke City Championship Wrestling. Yeah, and the and the Athletic Commission in general. Sure. But uh, I understand why stuff doesn't get done in this state, because these people are not punctual. Uh, I could have told you that. Yeah, there's um, a reason why it's the land of Minata. Yeah. We, uh, and, you know, co-hosted this program and one uh, in the ownership group of you guys for Duke City Championship Wrestling. Fred was telling me, uh, we got a 130 at the Roundhouse, and I said... I think sure by, you have a one thirty. I think I got to my car by three thirty, and I text him, and I was like, "How about now?" He's like, "Absolutely no, yeah. it has not started." I uh, in my old career, I was in social work, and one of my jobs was I was a uh, nonprofit uh, advocate, which is just like a good guy lobbyist. Like I'm not trying to, you know, decrease regulations on tobacco. I'm actually trying to help human beings, and I'd be up at the roundhouse all the time uh, when it was in session. And the only meeting to ever start on time, and it's not all that often, was the first meeting. The of first the day. one? The first meeting of the day yeah. is the only one that ever starts on time. That's it, the perfect time slot. Yeah. yeah. First. If you, the most important stuff goes first in their own meeting spaces, and after that, it's just a jumble. Yeah. Because have you been up there before, and they, they send you on the runaround? It was my first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they'll be like, oh, it's in room 331 at 130. You get to, you know, room 331 at like 120 and it says 
Actually, we're at 145 in room 247. You get down to 247, like actually, it's 215 in the West uh, Zuni Conference Room. You get to the West Zuni Conference Room. They're like meetings like, canceled. Actually, we're going back to 331, <laughs> but this time it's at 415. You get there at 415, and there's a line of people out, and you don't even get to speak the whole time. It yeah. is it is wild up there when it's in session. Yep. That's how they avoid having a tour guide around there. They just make you run around. Yeah. So the curse of the flag. The Chiefs and Mahomes have been undefeated in Vegas since he buried that flag. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, here's the thing, man. The haters are going to hate on, on, on the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to hate on Patrick Mahomes because it's, you know, it's like the Tom Brady effect. We didn't see anything like Tom Brady for how, how long. How long do we have, like, what was the drought between, like, Tom Brady being the greatest quarterback that we'd ever seen? Like, who was before him? That was just Joe like, Montana. Joe Montana. Yeah. Okay. So, and what was that like? Eighty nine, yeah. ninety, maybe. No, eighty nine. Then Steve Young took over in the early nineties. Yep. So it's been a minute. You don't. That doesn't come along very often. But then people just hate. Sure. And in, at this moment in his career, Patrick Mahomes is ahead of Tom Brady in every statistical in category. Yeah, and if he wins this one, he'll be ahead of them in Super Bowls. Yeah, he'll be uh, tied for second for most playoff wins. Yeah. And then there's the legacy of Tom Brady at 35 wins, which Mahomes could probably hit by the time he's 35. Yeah. Yeah, he's only 28. Yeah, I'm just hoping one day Andy Reid decides he retires, and I hope that's just like a, a dual connection that's the only reason for the greatness. See, here's the thing. Everybody's talking about, you know, everybody's crapping on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and just hate, 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 hate. The best thing that the Kansas City Chiefs have done in the past decade, is not Patrick Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. I, I, I 100% agree. It's Andy Reid. And he finally, got his, he finally got his ring. He made a couple of appearances before. And he's not a Richard head like Bill Belichick. You sure. Know, you can be a badass coach and still be relatable to people. Yeah. He's just a goofy, fun guy. Yeah, Andy Reid's like your fun uncle at the cookout who's like, hey, yeah. I made you a double-decker cheeseburger. Come when he's it. got that commercial where he's like, let me see those nuggies, and he's walking his eyes like, I can see Andy Reid doing that. It's Literally like, using the word nuggies, nuggies. unironically. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Best well, thing to happen to the Kansas City Chiefs. Not, I mean, Patrick Mahomes I, helped. I don't want to get rid of Patrick Mahomes, but the smartest, best thing they've ever done is Andy Reid. Because I've gone through all of Herm Edwards when we got him. We got Todd. What's his name from? Uh, uh, he was with Pittsburgh. Uh, Todd Haley. Yeah, yeah. He was our coach. We just oh, his coaching was horrendous. Yeah, Kansas City has uh, been a little unlucky. Yes, and uh, I mean props to you guys uh, as the number one certified Kansas City hater in this town. Yeah, and I'll be first in line. I'll always talk smack. I gotta give respect where respects due. Yeah, I mean it's hard to maintain a dynasty. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at look at the Chiefs roster. I mean, the only constants are Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. Yep. Besides that, they rotate through everyone. I think Isaiah Pacheco's probably going to end up in that lineup as well. I think he's probably because they've always kind of, you know, Priest Holmes was like the the last great running back that they had. Who was after Priest Holmes? What was that guy's name? Um Oh, he had a quick... My old man brain is kicking in. Um, I'll think of it. Somebody will text me. Before my time, I know that much. Yeah, but Priest Holmes, I mean... Thanks for rubbing it in, Jake. He was phenomenal. We had the best front line in the NFL. You know, I mean, he could do no wrong. But I think that... um, 
I think that Isaiah Pacheco is going to be, I think he's going to be a, a solid part of the defense or the offense for a long time. For two to three years until he runs his legs off and then they replace him with some other six rounder. They're just going to give him some robot legs because, you know, <laughs> that's the coming. future. Hey, yeah. it's coming. Yeah. Hey, hey. We got uh, the first official, I think they've been experimenting on this for a decade now. The first initial, initial uh, Neuralink was implanted yesterday. Did you see that? No. That's crazy. Yeah. Somebody has a microchip in their head right now. And they lived? Yeah, they lived. And oh not only did they live, but, uh, you know, they, they judge it by neuron activity and, like, how many synapses fire. Even day two of having this thing in his head, he's already having more uh, neurological activity in his brain. Was he, like, a TBI guy? Uh, yeah, they're they're doing. I think it's um, ALS is the first okay. guy, but like the first wave isn't like yeah creating superhumans. Like the first wave. No, no, the no. They're doing stuff. it for medical stuff. Like yeah. ALS, traumatic brain injuries, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, people without use of their Stroke limbs. People. Yeah, strokes. Yeah, now, if it like can that. make me a better sports better, then I'll sign up for it. Yeah, fifty five percent at best. Yeah, that's all you're I getting. Gonna, I think that's I wanna, all you're getting. I want to do. Uh, I want to do a nice, nice little uh, parlay for the Super Bowl. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Pick, pick three somethings, throw down a couple hundred bucks on it, see how I do. Yeah, hey, hit me up. I'll take you to the book. All right. Uh, well, yeah. we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. Oh, yeah, we'll be right. there. Yeah, we'll be oh, there. Yeah. So Buck Burnett actually texted me yesterday as the game kicked off, the Kansas State Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. He's like, did you bet against my team? We all did. Except yeah. for me. Yeah. First time I've uh, ever wait, bet on uh, the Chiefs. One of, my, one of my tickets, though, I did have the, the spread. I had the Chiefs points plus four and a half. There you go. Yeah, the NFL told John Harbaugh is like, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to eat this one, buddy. We got to have Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. The Ravens have an unstoppable defense. Did you hear? But, okay, but you're on. gonna, you're gonna change everything you've done right throughout the whole year. You're gonna do the opposite. It during doesn't this game. matter what anybody thinks at this point. You know what matters in this whole scenario? Money, money. Yeah. Do you know how much more revenue they've gotten since Taylor Swift showed up? Yeah. Do you know what the number we, is? We just talked about Did it you? last segment. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. $331.5 million that, that she's is infused. insane. That's more earnings than a lot of guys make in a career. Oh, dude, that's more than... That's more than... That's more than, like, 99% of the NFL. That's more than every non-quarterback. Tom Brady's net worth isn't even that much. She didn't need Dude, it. her cat is worth double. Yeah. She has a cat that's worth she a lot of money. She has a cat that has a net worth that's double Travis Kelsey's. Her cat is worth $90 million. Does it have an Instagram page? It yes. has an Instagram page. It has a TikTok page. It has it's, merch. It, it has, has merch. merch. It's been in movies. What's its, it's name? It's in commercials. It's been in commercials and movies. Um, oh, speaking of names, I'm going to give the flowers where they're due. Gerald DaCosta. Las Vegas Chiefs fan is the construction worker that buried the flag. And he's Here Italian. Go. She has multiple cats, but go. Meredith, Gray, Olivia Benson, and Benjamin Button. I did not ever expect Taylor Swift to be a crazy cat lady. Nine what? Million. Travis what? Kelsey's worth $45 million. Oh, yeah. She picks up the tab every Her time. Her cat, $90 million. You know how much money she made last year? A billion dollars. With a B. A billion. With a B. She made herself a billion dollars last year. Allegedly, she infused three and a half billion into the United States economy with just her tour. Yeah, wild stuff. Yep. Thank you, Taylor Swift, for boosting our economy. Yeah. Hey, and thanks for popping in and joining us. Buck, thanks for having me, man. Bringing us sweets yeah. and talking Chiefs. I figure if I bring in food, I can just pop in whenever. So you, you can uh, always just pop in. Buck, you know when you're back on the mic across the glass next? Uh, I don't know. 
Probably soon. Probably soon. Yeah. I usually do two or three days a month over there, so. Yeah, people are starting to travel. Yeah. Bucks. We'll be hanging out. Yes, we will. Mariano Rivera is for the birds. The best reliever in the game is Aaron Buck Burnett on KKOB. Boom. More football talk when we get back. That You're listening strong. to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Having a lot of fun with it today. We'll open the phone lines back up for a minute. Give me your hot takes for the weekend. We might have covered them already, but I'll tell you what. Come on in. 505-246-0610, sports animal hotline. Kadarius Tony hates being employed. I feel so bad for him because he was such a stud at Florida. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Don't talk smack about the team that pays you money. Yeah, rule number one, if you have an issue with the team, don't do anything online. Especially Instagram and Instagram lives. Yeah, that's a very regretful thing to do. Just because you're upset... Just because you think you've been wronged, shut your mouth. Take a deep breath. Give it a day. I promise you, you will not have the same attitude later. The 24-hour rule. You need to chill, dog. Because if you act like this, not only are the Chiefs going to cut you, no one else is going to hire you because you're not a team player. If you're not playing well, then that's what it comes down to. I don't. has nothing to do with him having a baby. It has nothing to do with him hurting his knee or his hip. There's different uh, reports on each. Chill out, dude. You're ruining the rest of your career because you got your feelers hurt. Yeah, he might never see a football field again. A guy who does not have his feelers hurt. (laughs) OG friend of the show. Great friend of ours. And Niners fan, Frank Holloway from Hollow Spirits. What's happening, my dude? Hey, how you guys doing? I'm hearing there's a lot of 49er hate going on. With what? whom? Yeah, where? <laughs> There's a lot of Dude, not not you guys, but callers coming in. What what what's going on? Like nobody supporting my Niners. We're we're gonna win the Super Chiefs Bowl talk. this year. A lot of Chiefs talk. Did you see what Alex Smith said about Brock Purdy, Frank? That he's not allowed into the game manager conversation. <laughs> yes, Alex Smith said as the uh, unofficial pres- president of the game managers club, Brock Purdy is not one of us. He's not allowed in. That is hilarious. No, he, all, all, all he does is win games, people. I don't care what he looks like. At the end of the day, if he wins the game, that's all that matters. Everybody talks about Lamar Jackson. Everybody talks about all the big quarterbacks. And it's like, well, they're not in the Super Bowl. So what does it matter how they look? As long as they win the game, that's what matters. Uh, he went way beyond that. Like, I mean, I accused him of being a game manager. I accused him of being a direct product of all that talent on the field, but he was an absolute dude in the second half yesterday. Yeah, no, he, well, see, the thing that I love about Brock Purdy is he likes to make it exciting. Like he's an entertainer. So he wants to look bad in the first half Ah. just to get Mm. everybody down. All right. It's all part of his big marketing plan. Like he's a genius. He was really good at doing that at Iowa state. So it was. I was so stressed the first half. It was so bad. So no quarterback in the history of the NFL playoffs has had a good of a second half as Brock Purdy had yesterday. No quarterback in the history of the playoffs has had over 150 yards passing, over 45 yards rushing, and 80% 
completion percentage and 10 yards average rushing and 10 yards average passing ever. You saw the best second-half performance of any NFL quarterback ever in the playoffs, Frank. Yeah, well, and he also made a play where he hit it off of a, a safety's face mask, which I don't even think we've added that to the stats yet. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> know how a new you one. write that down. If there was a yeah, parlay... Like, I mean, that has to be the best ever, like, even before the Super Bowl era. If there was a parlay that you could have bet on yesterday that... Lamar Jackson would catch one of his own passes and run it for 10 yards, and then Brandon Ayuk would catch a ball off of a guy's face, and you parlayed those two together, you're quitting your job today. The, oh, yeah. It's no, astronomical. I, I, get out the business. <laughs> I, I also think it goes to show if Brock Purdy was healthy last year, it wouldn't have been the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I think you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. For all the Eagle fans, I have a couple big Eagle fans who go to Hollow Spirits and Oh. They they were bragging up until uh, up until last night. Now now Frank, I think it's really cool at Hollow Spirits, local distillery, uh, award winning local distillery uh, that most of us are familiar with. But you were giving forty nine percent off to all forty nine er fans <laughs> who were wearing forty nine er gear. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, part of that is why own a distillery or a bar unless you abuse it as the owner. <laughs> And I've sure. always been a 49er fan, and so why not have a bunch of my people, well, basically sitting and stressing with me while I just sit quietly in the corner and watch the game? Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna have a Super Bowl party there? Yeah, we'll do we'll do the same thing. Uh, we'll do the 49 percent off for anybody wearing 49er gears who who come deal. into the to the distillery. Well, I will be buying my Brock Purdy jersey today. <laughs> Frank, we actually had one of our one of our regulars made her own 49er shirt. That's so which funny. will accept everybody. At this point, I'll even accept bandwagon fans. Let's let's come on in. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Niners. Not only is the 49 percent off for 49ers fans genius, it's also legally the most you can discount alcohol. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> Frank, funny. I I know the liquor you, laws there, and you alcohol, literally cannot uh, give any more laws. than that off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 50% off is actually illegal in New Mexico, but 49%, it's like it was made. It was made for this promotion. <laughs> Frank, has uh, the high wore off yet? Are you getting nervous about the Super Bowl? You know, the funny part is I was more worried about Green Bay and Detroit than I am about, about the Chiefs. Ooh. First shot fired on this program to Chiefs Nation. Excuse me, Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah, not not a kingdom. That kingdom's falling. Kingdoms are meant to fall. Yeah. The miners are going to be going after those castle walls. Oh, man. Day one, and it's getting spicy already. No, I think, I mean, I don't even have to mention Debo. I don't have to mention Kittle or Warner or any of those guys. I really honestly feel like the downfall for the Chiefs is going to be Taylor Swift. Mm. Ooh. Mm. I think I, I, I really think what's going to happen is there's no better like she can have her boyfriend win and it'll be like a happily ever after story. But I don't know if you guys have ever listened to her. She doesn't. She's not a big fan of the happily ever after. It would be better for her albums uh, if they lose. Yeah. So I think uh, she single handedly is going to going to bring down the Chiefs. God, I love this call. So far. We just got to show up. Hike it a couple times. 
<laughs> we just hey, we just got to make a couple Photoshop edits of Travis Kelsey out with a couple of random women and get them to start a huge fight. I'm with it. Dude, I, I honestly think she's going to be the one to do that. She needs a story. She doesn't care about him. She, she needs to have her next album. And that's a lot of content. Yep. I think it's going to be amazing. A lot of things and rhyme with football. Rock Purdy. <laughs> it's going to have more football references than half the rap albums out in America. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Frank no. Holloway, thanks for being a friend of the show. Great call. Um, for the friends of the show who don't know who you are or what you do, uh, plug it right now. Let's go. So we are a local distillery in downtown Albuquerque. We serve whiskey, vodka, great craft cocktails, amazing food. Um, huge 49er bar, and we have a big screen TV. So if you want to watch the game or just come for a drink, come uh, come check us out. But great local spirits. Frank Holloway, Hollow Spirits, my dude. Thanks for the call. Hey, you guys have a good one. Go Niners. When we get back, surprise, surprise, more NFL talk on this program. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Overpassionate football fan. Overpassionate anything fan. Grinds my gears, young Jake Cassio. Oh, I grind your gears like no other then. Yeah, but you're on the slightly reasonable side. You you pour your heart in it too much than what a, a person should. But when it like affects your baseline happiness and sanity, I am here to tell you, overzealous sports fan, you don't want to hear it. I know. These people do not care about you. When they win the, the championship game, when they say that when they win the Super Bowl, they always say, and this is for the fans. Yeah, they say that always, like last. Bill's Mafia is the best fan base in the country. Everybody knows that. They say that every time. You're not a unique snowflake in the world of fandom. Every team has the same fervent, overpassionate fans. I get it. I'm a hardcore Astros fan. Everybody knows that. I'm a hardcore Packers fan. Everybody knows that. I'm a lukewarm, fair-weather Rockets fan when I feel like having interest. That's fine. I don't have a hockey team. I don't have a college. doesn't bother me that much. I have some fandoms in other parts of the world. I'm a Star Wars dork. I mean, I'm a hip-hop fan. It's a lot of things. A lot of things about me that I have super hardcore fandom from. But what I do is I have the ability to separate my baseline happiness, my baseline mental illness, which is on a thread. It is hanging by a thread, as is. I don't let it affect me. Some people take it way too far. I give it about a three-day period after something bad happens in my sports fandom. And after three days, you got to go, okay, life goes on. Calling the Chiefs-Ravens game was the CBS crew, NFL Today crew, um, uh, Boomer Sice and Bill Cower, Nate Burleson. Um, who, by the way, work for CBS, don't work for NFL proper. They have nothing to do with the decision-making of the NFL, their vision, their future, what they plan, and especially if, and we all know it's a sprinkle, it may not be straight-up rigged, we know it's at least a sprinkle rigged. There's something. NFL's got some skin in the game. They want to make more money. The teams that make more money, 
That's it's who they want business. the spotlight on. It's a business. You want your business to do better. You're going to work for your business to get better. Some Ravens fan at a bus stop started threatening Boomer Esiason, Bill Cowher, <laughs> oh and Nate Burleson God. that it was rigged, and they were in on it. Oh, okay. That's just ridiculous. It is wild. Yeah, that's a little out of pocket. Even, you know, I go down the, the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories and saying things are rigged, but you cannot go after why, the analysis. Why would a yeah, why would a broadcaster or color commentator or whatever be a part of they're sometimes biased or like, you know, you can tell like some of them have favorites. Oh yeah, like Chris Collinsworth. Like Chris Collinsworth or Tony Romo or Joe Buck. But but they would have nothing to do with the script. Look, we all know Boomer Esiason is soft. That's why I can never take the Bengals to the next level. So he's an easy target. But Bill Cower? Yeah, no. Bill Cower knows where the bodies are buried, yo. Yeah, let's not go there. He is a rough-and-tumble Midwestern dude who takes no crap from no one. Get out of his face. And Nate Burleson? Aww. A young, elite-level athlete would beat... Your ass. Oh, for sure. Bro- football fans yeah. think they're tough. Just as tough as the football players on the field. Little keyboard warriors. <laughs> From uh, Bill Cower. I mean, uh, Boomer Esiason paraphrasing Bill Cower. Listen, if he gets any closer, I might have to get up and smash this guy right in the face. <laughs> Maybe the refs are involved sometimes. And we've seen the scandals come out that sure. they've, they've made money. Not the broadcasters. Come on. That's yeah. ridiculous. Boomer Esiason? You think the NFL is letting Boomer Esiason into the secret meetings? No, bro. Next thing you know, everybody in Albuquerque is going to come after Van for all his Cowboys hate. Saying what? he's in on it. No. I don't care. It is funny content. That's all it is? Cowboys are the most popular thing in the world. Of course we're going to talk about the Cowboys. Of course we're going to... Make fun of their failures. It is great content. It pisses you off, and it's hilarious. No one is letting Boomer Esiason in on the secret meetings. Boomer Esiason doesn't know. Maybe 30 years ago. Uh, yeah. Maybe, no, not, uh, maybe 30 years ago, Coach knew about it. Coach Cower, he was probably in on it one day. And also, I don't think historically the NFL was rigged. I think this is a new thing. Yeah, this it's is definitely a new, a new era. This is a new era thing. Within at least the last 15 years. Post-September 11th. Yeah. Post-September 11th, totally, for sure. Totally. For sure. They started having their hand in the game a little more. They're like, oh, we can do something about this. <laughs> Nate, Nate Burleson, dude? Like, stop. The guy who wears the flashy suits and the spectacles? Who the played, guy, who that played, guy? Who played for the Detroit Lions yes. and the Minnesota Vikings? Yes. And who guys who do like an hour and a half of prep work before they go on air? Absurd. They are not part of it. it maybe the refs and maybe Taylor Swift, but that's it. And look, rational, reasonable Ravens fans stepped in and separated the guy out of these three's face. Well, what are you thinking? No one's going to have this conversation. What they really want to talk about. It's the Lamar Jackson, and it's the uh, we're not putting him. I guess with we're not putting him in the Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, all that tier of quarterback. But I think they don't really want to acknowledge that he might be the problem. He's part of it for sure. Look, I watched every snap of that game. 
Every single snap of that game. Did the Chiefs get all the calls? Yes. Yeah, but did they get all the bounces? Yes. Like watching replays and these very same three guys here are praising the Chiefs for like running an end around that got a first down, and their right tackle is choke slamming a dude, and there was no penalty on national television, and they got away with it. Holding call after holding call after holding call by the Chiefs' offensive line. The Ravens but, played scared. They they played scared, and I they choked. They I, I don't put the refs aside, all that. They choked. Yeah. They choked in their big moment, and a lot for the Chiefs. This is six. Think about the experience the Chiefs have. Six AF championships in a row. That's ridiculous. Sure. They're the Astros of football. And, oh, so they're and, cheaters? And, and uh, as, yes. And as you know, Van... People hate the Astros. Yeah, for sure. And people, people just hate don't the like success. They yeah. don't. They never will. Unless it's their team having success. I don't like Patrick Mahomes' stupid haircut. He he influenced a bunch of uh, he also runs e- weird. Easily influenced young people to get that stupid broccoli haircut. It's so true. And it looks awful. I hope it ends soon. All my all my nephews, like my younger nephews, it they legit want upsets that hair. me. It legit upsets me. Like, why are you doing this? You're gonna look at pictures later in your life, like I did. Like I was fooled in the late 90s, early 2000s, that it would be really cool to have blonde highlights in my hair. Yeah, and I'll I'll look back on my mullet I have right now. Yes. Uh, Tasteful, classy, adjacent mullet. I like a nice, clean mullet. But anyways, the broccoli haircut, miss me with that. I hope Patrick Mahomes loses just for contributing to this stupid hair trend. Look, I look forward Chiefs, to the day he shaves his head. The Chiefs got multiple calls. The Chiefs got all the bounces, all right? It was very apparent to me that the Chiefs were favored by the refs. It wasn't blatant, but there were a lot of things not called. A lot of roughing Lamar Jackson. A lot. A lot of missed calls against Lamar Jackson. But to me, while I do, and I will say it, I will say it in Vegas with the NFL sitting right next to me, it's a sprinkle rigged. Come on. We all know it. We all watch. We all understand. It's not like it's not not, but it's it used not. to be a NFL league. NFL has their favorites it's in general. 100%. For sure. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Tom Brady. We yes. go down the list. Yes. It is not a surprise to me at all. And they like bigger markets. Of course they do. They like, totally. they like franchise teams. They like legacy teams. So it's no surprise that they got the better calls. It's no surprise at the beginning of the third quarter that the Niners got a lot of calls. It does not surprise me at all. But and as far as the Ravens specifically, and I'm talking to you, insane person on the train that was yelling at CBS Sports commentators, like they're, like they're connected to this giant multi-level conspiracy theory that the NFL is rigged. They're not. And you're a fool for thinking that. It is on your coaches and Lamar Jackson. Your elite defense played like an elite defense held Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to 17 points. It is your coaches, and it is Lamar Jackson's fault. It is not Boomer Esiason's fault. Yeah, I think uh, next time I'm ever upset, I'm just going to go after the, the broadcasters and analysis because I'm, I'm, I'll run out of excuses. Okay, because uh, you're running out of excuses being a Bills fan. Yeah. Because they've done everything. Yeah. And except for the announcers. Yeah. You're down you're, to the announcers. You're next Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> Collinsworth? You letting? You think they're letting that fool into the secret meetings? Chris Collinsworth? If you have a broadcaster living in your head rent-free, 
you, you might need to go therapy. Yes. Also, if the NFL, your favorite team, influences your day-to-day life and your happiness and your mental health, you should already be in therapy. This is entertainment, y'all. Enjoy it. I did look for therapists after the Bills lost. I'm glad you did. You need them for more than one reason, Jake. Right. I know you well. One day, one day <laughs> just to let you know, as a um, as you're much younger than me, with the franchises that we adore, um, when you get older, you just become dead inside. It doesn't bother you anymore. Yeah, that like that's how, that's how it is at the Bills bar. Like none of the old guys around the no, bar just, are like make any noise it. or anything about it. They mm-hmm. just get up quietly and leave. They're like, we've been here, done that. And then there's me running around going like, mm-hmm. say that to John Madden. John Madden will choke slam you. Say that to Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall will. Open up your nose immediately. It's so weird. So sad for these guys. One more wrap-up segment. Two men on. 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Hell of a program today. Thanks for all the love and support, Albuquerque. We appreciate the friends of the show so much. Thanks for all the kind words. Thanks for all the participation on Sports Animal Hotline and Sports Animal Text Line. I kind of missed a couple texts earlier from friend of the show. Look me in the eye and tell me that Purdy isn't a franchise quarterback. You can't and you won't because he's that guy. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Bang, bang, Well, we'll Niner see what gang. happens when he has to get paid. Yeah. He seems like the type that's like, we'll sign a team-friendly deal and be like, just keep all these really good players around me, please. Just as long as he can afford an apartment by himself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's tough in San Francisco. He has a fiance now. Does he? Yeah, maybe they'll move in together. From Fox Tyrone, I bet Buffalo fans wish they went for it on fourth down. Yeesh. <laughs> We did with Demar Hamlet. Shots fired. I think Buffalo would have whooped on the Ravens yesterday. Whooped on them. But you didn't. Yeah, we were so close. I don't know what this means, but I'll read it. Kansas City has more Super Bowl wins and World Series rings than Denver, but they don't have the Lobos. Does Kansas City have the Lobos? I don't know. You got the Jayhawks. Appreciate the passion, though. Thanks for all the callers. Yeah, that was great today. I love when the callers call in and I get to be a part of it. Yeah, good takes. And, of course, we had to hear from the boy Speech. Oh, he's a dude. Speech Impediment's a great guy. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to Marty. Shout out to JD. Shout out to the aforementioned Speech. Shout out to Wayne. Frank. Shout out to Frank. Hasn't called in forever. Well, I was texting with him. And I was like, just call the show. Some people want to like, they or they're listening or they're just, they're like venting. I'm like, it sounds way better on air than in a text message. That's the problem with this program. It's not as participatory as other programs. Most people just like to listen and enjoy. But when you got a hot take or you get your feelers hurt or you want to compliment somebody, call in. Don't be scared. Yeah, I called in when the Knicks were making a great playoff run, like, almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. Hey, your boys uh, are looking good, uh, but you got some bad news about Randall. 
Uh, nothing's wrong with the shoulder. Uh, no serious damage. He'll probably be out like two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Optimistic. Love that. We don't need him. We got we got OG and Jalen. Basketball's better when the Knicks are good. Oh, yeah. It's the best. When the garden's rocking, no better place on earth for basketball. Hey, Marie, you did so above average today. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Young Jake Cassio, another great Monday in the books. Love it. It's my best. It's my favorite day of the week. I bet you look forward to every week. You text me way earlier than you need to. Oh, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Friends of the show, thanks for having fun with us today. A lot of football talk and obviously creeping up on the Super Bowl because it's going to be all NFL the next couple weeks. Didn't even mention the big Jorge Polanco trade. I know. Oh, my goodness. How do we miss that? Breaking news. Uh, Mariners Mariners fans all over Albuquerque, you got yourself a new second baseman. Stay safe out there. We love you, friend of the show. Don't miss a second of the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff and JJ. We out of here. Love you, Burke. Hi, Mom.